Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle, joined by Kevin Cannon for our weekly show, NFL Big Five Games of the Week. The Week 17 edition, hard to believe, our second-to-last regular season week in the NFL this season. been a very exciting season. Um, coming down the stretch these last two games, especially with that added week uh, for the first time in NFL history with 17 games, a lot of playoff matchups are, are going to be decided over these next few weeks. So uh, five games this week, all teams that are either locked into a playoff spot already or right there fighting for a playoff spot. Last week I went two and three. Kevin, you went three and two. Uh, our locks went three and zero, oh, and our props went one and two. So now our records for the year. Kevin, you and I are tied at forty one and thirty seven. Locks go to eighteen, fifteen and one, and the props is sixteen and sixteen. There'll be no props this week on the show because of no Thursday night football. Uh, but we will be tweeting out three locks uh, in, in the next few days when those start to come out more. But welcome back to the show, Kevin. How are you? Good. Looking forward to week seventeen. All right, we'll start it off week 17 with two AFC teams currently in the playoffs. Um, that's the Chiefs at 11-4 who have clinched the AFC West, just now playing for that one seed. Uh, we'll be traveling to Cincinnati to play the 9-6 and six Bengals. It's a 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. The Chiefs are a five-point favorite. I got the Chiefs 34, Bengals 30. The Bengals and Joe Burrow are coming off a historic offensive performance against the banged-up Ravens last week. The Chiefs have continued to win, even though they have not looked as dominant as previous years. It is very tough to get a read on the Bengals right now and knowing uh, which side of them will show up while the Chiefs are top five in points per game and points allowed per game, which is obviously a great winning formula for any team. And I think at this point, Mahomes has shown that he can be a patient quarterback and take what the defense is given him instead of trying to make a uh, home run ball every single play. Uh, I think Joe Barrow will keep the game close, but I think Chiefs are the experienced team here in December and win this one. Yeah, this was a, a real toss-up game. But again, uh, looking at it, I, I decided to roll with the Bengals, 37-30. I think it's going to be a real high-scoring game. Kansas City on a roll, um, but I'm kind of surprised to see them favored by this much. The Bengals, when they're playing well, can, can be one of the best teams in the NFL. Chiefs come in as a five-point favorite. Um, we saw last week the type of offensive potential they have as they put up 40 points. Uh, the Chiefs on, on defense, so that's kind of been their main thing with the turnaround this season, uh, riding that win, winning streak. They do get Travis Kelsey back this week, uh, but this defense has really been what has taken them to be that AFC power that we've seen over the past few years. Uh, this year, instead of the offense, the defense has been that team. Uh, they love to bring pressure on defense, and Joe Burrow is statistically one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL against the Blitz. Actually, his, his numbers are actually better versus the Blitz than without. So um, I, I think that falls in the favor of the Bengals here. Interested to see if since uh, if Kansas City does still bring a lot of pressure. Uh, these teams are pretty even statistically, and I think if all things shake out, uh, we could see these two teams in the AFC title game because the Bengals, if they're, if they're hot and if they're playing like they have uh, over the last two weeks where they got bit some big-time wins, um, they're, they're as good as anybody in the AFC at, at the peak of their powers, I think. Defensively, they might struggle, but offensively, they can score with anyone. Um, eight wins in a row for the Chiefs, and the Bengals have won, haven't won three straight all season, so one streak's going to end here. I think it's going to be the Chiefs uh, with the Bengals winning 37-30. Uh, just, uh, it's just a gut feeling in this one for me. I think they make a statement in this game. 
Second game of the week, a lot of uncertainty surrounding this one right now, but it's the eight and seven Raiders who are fighting for a playoff spot still at the nine and six Colts. If they, if the Colts win, I believe they're in. Uh, definitely one of the wild card teams. It's a one o'clock kickoff on CBS. No spread is out there right now. I saw um, it's opened up at seven and a half. I did see uh, six and a half with the new COVID protocols. Carson Wentz might be able to play, but. Uh, as of now, a, a lot of the books don't have us spread out just because of the uncertainty with the quarterback spot. But what are your thoughts on this matchup, Kevin? I got the Colts winning by four, 24, Raiders 20. The big question, like you said, is if Carson Wentz can play. There is a possibility now with the new CDC and NFL protocols for asymptomatic players, there's a chance that he will be able to play. If Wentz can't go, it'll be Sam Ellinger getting his first career start. I don't think it really matters who uh, starts for the Colts in this game. Honestly, I think it all comes down to down to Jonathan Taylor. The Colts go as he goes, and I just don't trust Derek Carr and the Raiders in a late-season meaningful game. The Colts also have a solid defense that can uh, hold the Raiders in check. If Darren Waller were to return return for the Raiders this week, that obviously would be huge, but I'm still rolling with the Colts. I'm rolling with the Colts as well. Um, I'm kind of like you. I, I really don't think it matters who plays quarterback in this one. Um, I like the Colts at home here. Uh, they've just had a pretty consistent winning formula since since they really turned it around after starting out two and five, I believe. Uh, you look at them now, nine and six. They've really been uh, getting a lot of turnovers, forcing a lot of turnovers on defense, uh, and have been running the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Raiders did only allow 18 rushing yards last week to a Broncos team who has Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams, a duo that's been pretty solid all year, not like Jonathan Taylor. Uh, so this will be a real test for them. But the Raiders do have a pretty good defensive front with Max Crosby, Yannick Ngakwe. Those guys have played really well this year. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to replicate that performance, though, this week, especially with Quint Nelson returning to the offensive line. I think it's going to be an ugly game, whether Carson plays or not. Um, I still have some confidence in Ellinger. He just can't make the big mistake. Uh, you know Derek Carr is going to be smart with the football. Uh, if the Colts can win the turnover battle on this one, I think they have a good shot at winning this game. Uh, so I'm going to take them 20-16 to 16 in a low-scoring affair. Third game of the week, um, our third AFC matchup, we have the 8-7 and seven Dolphins at the 10-5 and five Titans. This is a 1 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Titans are a 3.5-point favorite. I got the Dolphins getting the road upset here, uh, 24, Titans 20. The Dolphins continue to win against the Titans here. Tua does what Tua does and throws the ball accurate to his weapons. The Titans have a subpar uh, pass defense. Their strength is against the run, but the Dolphins don't really try to run the ball. They're a league-worst 3.4 yards per carry. The return of A.J. Brown last week was huge for the Titans, but they are still a run-first team at, at the heart, and I think without Derrick Henry, they obviously haven't been the same. Brian Flores will have his team ready to continue their uh, winning streak here on the road. I like the Titans in this one. Um, being at home, I think that gives them a big boost. And that win over the 49ers last week was very impressive to me. 49ers were playing some of the best fo uh, football in the NFL, and the Titans came out came out slow. But like you said, Kevin, with the return of A.J. Brown, they were able to turn it around. Um, I think they get the win here at home uh, and knock off the Dolphins 23-20. Pretty insane season by the Dolphins as they're now in the playoffs going into this game. Uh, but two tough matchups left as, as they have the Titans here and the Patriots. I, I don't think that win streak lasts anymore. We know the Dolphins are going to want to blitz and bring a lot of pressure, but Ryan Tannehill is an experienced quarterback, um, and he has his number one receiver back in A.J. Brown. We saw how how big of an impact he made last week. Uh, really impressive game. Mike Vrabel just continues to rise on my coach rankings list. Uh, he, I think, is a, a top five coach in the NFL right now. 
this type of game where the QB is going to be pressured into making some key throws. Um, and I think I'm going to have some more confidence in Ryan Tannehill down the stretch rather than Tua. So give me the Titans 23, Dolphins 20. Now we finally go to our first NFC game of the week where the 10-5 and five Cardinals travel to the 11-4 and four Cowboys, 425 kickoff on Fox. I think this is a standalone game. I think there might only be two games in this entire window. So a lot of eyeballs are going to be on this game. Cowboys are five-and-a-half-point favorites. I got the Cowboys covering that 31, Cardinals 24. I believe this game means a lot more for the Cardinals than the Cowboys. Their offense has looked off recently since Murray returned and since D-Hop's injury. Dak has had some struggles, but at home this year he's been excellent, throwing 21 touchdowns to just two interceptions. He has tons of weapons. The Cardinals uh, can be beaten through the air or on the ground. Dallas D will put pressure on uh, Kyler Murray and probably force some turnovers because they lead the league in turnovers right now. So that's why I got the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys as well, and I like them big, 30 to 20. Cardinals struggling, reeling, don't feel confident in them. And I think the key in this game, the, the biggest difference is that the Cowboys have Micah Parsons, who is athletic enough to contain Kyler in the pocket if he's, you know, if he's rushing off the edge or – even if he's rushing off the edge, playing off-ball linebacker, he has the athletic ability to chase him down when he's scrambling. And I think that's a major difference. Uh, without DeAndre Hopkins, I think Kyler Murray is going to depend on his legs a little bit more as we go on and into the playoffs because he's a guy who tries to avoid a lot of hits uh, just because due to his size and, and so he has some more uh, durability. But uh, as we get to this point in the season, I think you got to do whatever it takes to win. And I think he's going to look to use his legs more in these last few games and into the playoffs. Uh, but just since DeAndre went out of the lineup, they just don't look the same. Cowboys want that second seed to get that extra home game. Uh, and then this is a must-win game if they want if they want that seed. So I think that they're going to get this one at home, 30-20. to 20. In our last game of the week, we have the Rams at 11-4, and four, currently winning the NFC West. They do have a playoff spot locked up, though, as well. So worst comes worst, they'll be in the wild card. At the Ravens, who are in a must-win game, who are eight and seven. Some one o'clock kickoff on Fox. Rams are three and a half point favorites. I got Baltimore here with another upset. 24, Rams 23. Lamar returned to practice today, so he's trending towards playing Sunday. The Ravens should get some players back from the COVID list as well. Baltimore has lost their last four while the Rams are coming in the opposite, winning their last four in a row. I expect the Ravens to be ready for a must-win game. And the Rams are coming from the West Coast for a 1 p.m. kickoff, which we know is uh, very hard to do. I think the Ravens get the upset and keep their season alive with their backs against the wall. It's more of a gut feeling, and I also think Justin Tucker could be in for a big day. Yeah, I like the the Ravens in this one as well. Um, I'm kind of going off the same rationale as you, Kevin, where with their backs against the wall, uh, I think that's kind of where they're best. So I think they're going to win this game 23-21. I just think Lamar and Harbaugh have too much pride just to let this season slip away. They've dealt with a lot of injuries and adversity all year, but so have a lot of teams. Um, but with their back against the wall, I like these two guys against a lot more people. Um, Stafford isn't great in big games historically, and he almost gave away the game last week. So this has the makings of a really ugly game, I believe, because the Ravens know the current team that they have isn't going to be able to beat the Rams in a shootout. So I expect them to make this an ugly game, uh, run the football a lot, see what they can do with that, uh, and hope Lamar can make a, a few big plays. That That's a difference. I think at home in a 1 o'clock window, this was a 4 o'clock game, uh, then it did get moved so, to one. So just like you said, Kevin, with the West Coast team traveling East Coast, uh, that's a big difference as well. Uh, but I like the Ravens in this one to save their season. So now we go to our locks of the week. 
We have Chargers minus five and a half. They're playing the Broncos. We have Titans minus three and a half. As we talked about, they're playing the Dolphins. And we have Cowboys minus five and a half. The Cardinals. So I don't like the uh, Chargers to cover against the Broncos. The Chargers don't have a very good run D, while the Broncos have two good running backs. And they also have a good defense that could limit Justin Herbert. I'm not a fan of the Titans covering against the Dolphins because I think the Dolphins win that one outright. And I, But I do like the Cowboys covering against the Cardinals very much. And I think it could even be a lot higher than the five and a half uh, point spread. Yeah, I like the I like the the Cowboys one as well. Uh, just something not right with the Cardinals right now, and we've seen this over the past few years uh, with them, and as well as throughout Cliff Kingsbury's coaching career, his teams have really fell off in the second half of the season. Uh, so I feel like that's a, a pretty good bet there. Um, I like the Titans, but I like them only by three, so um, that's a game I would probably stay away from. And Chargers minus five and a half. Don't know what you're getting with them. Uh, that's another game I would probably stay away from. Uh, the Broncos barely lost to the Raiders last week, uh, but they have a strong defense, and the Chargers defense can't stop anyone right now. So really don't know what to expect from that game. Uh, so I only really like one out of those three. But the Locks went 3-0 last week, so uh, who knows? Maybe he has another good week this week. Uh, but that'll do it for Week 17, one more regular season week before we head into uh, the playoffs. But thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will talk soon.